0: build a highly profitable six to seven figure business without being unethical, doing it all ourselves and neglecting our family and our faith? Well, that is the question. And this podcast will give you the solutions and strategies you've been looking for. Today, my featured guest is Heather Alice Shea. She is an intuitive life trainer and business development mentor who certifies emerging coaches into purposeful and prosperous coaching practices that thrive. Her specialty is helping her clients turn their soul's mission into a movement so that they can impact the millions that they are called to serve. She's the founder and CEO of Atmana Coaching Academy, the world's first Research supported intuitive life coach certification and business development company. That is a mouthful, but you get it. If you want to be an intuitive spiritual coach and serve clients, she is going to train you how to do it, but not just how to get into business, how to make money in your business, in your coaching practice. She's the creator of the Atmana Method, uh, the intuitive development pathway. She may uh, tell us a little bit about that today. And I want to say about her personally, I know her because uh, when, as we were booking to be on this show, have her on the show, she reached out to me and she did a bold ask. And she said, hey, Joseph, I absolutely love what you're up to in the world. I've been to your website. I I see everything that you do. And oh, my gosh, we are so aligned. Is there any way you'd be willing to jump on a quick Zoom video chat with me uh, prior to the show? And, uh, you know, there was just something about her where I said yes. Typically, I wouldn't. But I did. I'm glad I did. And we have since become friends. Uh, Which is awesome. And we're kind of doing life together a little Mm -hmm. bit here. We check in on a regular basis. How's the family? What's going on? And she's one of those few people that I choose to do life with. She's the creator and host of the Everyday Intuitive podcast. And her work has been featured in top publications like Spirituality and Health Magazine. Mind, Body, Green, Elephant Journal, and Best Self magazine. Heather holds a master's of science degree in clinical mental health counseling and a bachelor of science in psychology from the University of North Florida. She's a licensed hearth, heart math life coach. She's a certified hypnotherapist.
1: The list goes on and on.
0: Nation. <laughs> all you need to know, she's way smarter than me. That's all you need to know. She currently lives on the beach in Florida with her husband Brandon, daughter Aunt Ava, and two kitty kids, Lola and Wit. Kitty kits, yeah, something like that. Uh, you can find her at heatheralishay.com, heatheralishay.com, and Heather. Welcome to your first 100K. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that
1: long intro. There are no gaps. That's why it's so long. And I appreciate your patience in reading all of it. So you did it. Zero tongue twisters. Thank you for having
0: me. <laughs> really? Because I feel like my tongue is in a pretzel right now, but no, that's you, cool. you
1: did a great job and it's making me want to rewrite my bio to make it much more simple. So <laughs> yeah, would you have
0: mercy on podcast hosts, please? Jeez. Woman. All right. So take a minute. Share something personal about you that very few people in your business Life actually, no.
1: Oh, my goodness, that is such a, a great question. Um, I consider myself a bit of an open book, so I might struggle to to answer that because I, I think I'm pretty sure something things.
0: provocative, something embarrassing, oh, I have something, something humiliating. Okay,
1: I've got something. Well, if we're gonna go there, I used to teach pole fitness classes,
0: pole fitness, pole, fitness. Like yeah. pole dancing,
1: yeah, like pole dancing, but in a fitness sense. So not very many people know that about me. It's very much of something I did a long time ago, but I found it because I was crossfitting a lot. Have you ever heard of CrossFit? Sure. Yeah. It's like beast mode. It's like working out for your workout. So I was doing a lot of CrossFit and I was so, you know, proud of myself for being super strong. Right. Like I was just so like, Oh, I'm tough, you know? And I had a friend who did these pole fitness classes and she's like, Oh, you should come with me. And I was like, I'm kind of not into that. But I went and I couldn't do one pull up in the style that they have you do it on the pole. And I was just like indignant. I'm like, I am going to pole dance every day for the rest of my life to figure out how to crush this workout. So that's how I got into it. I don't do it anymore, but it's fun.
0: So the little detail about you is that you've never met a challenge that you haven't conquered. Is that correct?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Or convinced myself, either conquered or convinced myself it's not worth conquering if I couldn't conquer it. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: which is an easy way of saying I quit. I quit. Exactly. Got it. All right. Let's get into this. um, Now, I have listeners that are building businesses right now. I have listeners that are working jobs right now, mm-hmm. um, but moonlighting on the side, their business, their dream business practice, etc. And coaching is all the rage. Everybody and their sister and their yep. their cousin Harry is looking to be a coach right now. Yep. However, I propose that over ninety percent of the coaches out there are financially sucking wind. They mm-hmm. are not running profitable coaching practices. Um, They are barely getting by in their coaching practices. So I really wanted to bring you on today to chat about how the heck do we monetize and not just monetize our coaching practice, but how do we make 6K per month, right? That's the number we're gonna put out there. You and I Mm -hmm. spoke offline here, Um, just kind of like, because you said, you know, 10K from zero to 10K a month not everybody's going to do it. They're Mm -hmm. not. But zero to six K a month is plausible for Mm -hmm. just about any coach starting out. Is that correct? Yeah,
1: I think so. And I, I love the point that you're making about the coaching industry in general and the why I am so passionate about one being a coach and two now I've been in business for seven years transitioning into running a training company for coaches. Um, I think the number one thing, just to kind of give a meta answer to this, what's the meta narrative that, you know, we should all be paying attention to. And that is that if we want a prosperous practice, we have to take it seriously. So that's the number one mistake that I see in working with emerging coaches every day. And and my company, we train traditional coaching skills and also, um, you know, the intuitive coaching skills. And then we do business development on the back end. But the number one thing I see, whether a person is looking, you know, whichever way they're leaning, right? There's always a part of the program they want. They're sort of coming in more for, regardless of where they're showing up in that space. It's the taking it seriously that I think people need to start doing. And what do I mean by that? I think it's hard to wrap our head around the fact that coaching is a calling and it's very hard to separate the purpose that you have as a human and then the purpose that you have in your business when you are a coach, when you're really doing it from an aligned place.
0: So how do you know if you're called to be a coach?
1: I think it's a nagging thing. Well, I can only say for the people I coach, right? Because there's all different, there's different types of coaching, You know, not all coaching um, is the same, right? There's different flavors of it. It's kind of like being a doctor, right? A podiatrist is not a heart surgeon, kind of thing. It's you're—they're all doctors, but it's very different. So, the type of coaches that I work with are people who—and I don't know if you and I have had this conversation about healers, but you could almost use the word healer uh, interchangeably with a coach. And so, when I when I use the word coach, I'm referring to the type of coaching where we are helping other humans become the best version of themselves that they can be. It's an inside job. It isn't coaching. It isn't coaching. Hey, I did this. I'm going to show you how to do it. Oh, I created a, a you know, a $20,000 a month marketing funnel. I'm going to teach you how to make $20,000 a month marketing funnels. Is that coaching? Yes, that's coaching. But that's not really the coaching that I, I mean, and I, I can work with people doing that. But um, the, co- the coaching that I'm really talking about is where we have that, that feeling added to the work that we do with individuals where we're calling them back to who they are first. There's always that personal development component in it. So I always say, I believe that we're called to start there on the inside first, help people get into touch with who they really are at a soul level, right? And then from there, bring forward the work that they want to accomplish, what so if my I,
0: listener right now though they're they're like Heather that sounds great I'd love to be in touch with my heart do the inside sure. work and everything but I got bills to pay I got kids I'm a single mom for example um, I want to get going with with coaching I've heard it sure. I've seen it all over the place my friends just started the business they're making some money I see the Facebook ads for you know coaching certification schools etc mm-hmm. uh, I want to make the money then. I'll get good at coaching. Sure. What do you say to that? So
1: what I would say to that is get ready to be a Jack. So, I mean, this is going to be controversial, but this is just from my perspective. You can certainly do that and your work will have no meaning more than likely other than just making money. And I don't think that's why coaches go into coaching. I think people who want to be a coach typically are in it because they like helping people, right? That's what I mean by it's a calling. It's more than just a job. In other words, any of us can go make money doing something right. So for coaches, I think there's this, we're a little bit of a different breed in that we like to help other people accomplish meaningful goals, th- mm. something that is purposeful to the heart. And I actually really reject this notion that we can't make a boatload of freaking money doing that. I believe that the more people I call into their purpose, the more people that I work with doing that in complete alignment with who they are and who I am, the more money I will make. In other words, there's a positive correlation between living your purpose and calling in the cash, not a negative one. That's old school. This whole idea that we can't make money and living our purpose is, that's BS.
0: I agree with that. I think uh, the, the narrative has been up till now. It's a this or that. You right. either do the, the thing you're called to um, or you make money. Right.
1: And what what
0: I'm hearing you say is that, no, it's not a either, or it's a, this and that you're called to do this thing. And because you're called to it and you're going to be heart driven rather than head driven, most of the time, you're going to attract more clients. You're going to attract more revenue because you're lit up like a Christmas tree in your purpose.
1: Exactly. Is that right? And people feel that. And the thing that's missing in life, and we can go into the structure. We'll hit that in just a second. But the thing that I see people doing wrong is they feel like they have to go They're they're, I'm going to go do coaching. And then they go think a tactic or a strategy is going to be what takes them there. And trust me when I say those things are so important. We have to be doing strategies and tactics in our business that work, you know, to some extent, success is formulaic, right? It is right. There's there. We know this through the research, right? Sincerely successful entrepreneurs have certain things that they do. They, they have certain habits characteristics, ways of working. So I'm not suggesting that it isn't. But what I will say is that I really believe like the world doesn't need more rich people. <laughs> we have enough rich people that what is missing in our world are, is rich people with heart. And I believe, mm-hmm. um, I believe that, uh, material success and, you know, that kind of my industry, the word abundance is very popular. I think abundance is our birthright. I think, um, you know, Joseph, I know you're someone who appreciates the scriptures. You look at the, you look at the scriptures. What did God do, uh, when he wanted to bless his people, he made them abundant. You know, their herds increased, right? I believe that's our birthright. I think money is a sign that we are in alignment with our purpose. So for me, I actually think the more you are in your, your first job is to figure out your purpose. So it's purpose first profit next in my world, profit flows from purpose. And the more you're in purpose, the more you will be profitable because you're stepping into the world and doing something that feels so natural to you. You can't help, but not, and people cannot work you and people that cannot perform you when you're in your purpose because It's just a beingness. It's not something you do. I don't, I'm not, I I don't coach. I, this is something I am. I am this. I can't help it. I do it at the grocery store. I do it. It's completely infused in every single aspect. Have fun beating me. You're not going to, you're not because I live and breathe this, this, right? So in business, it's a huge advantage. Um, So the first thing I would say is one, material, material success is your birthright. And it is not out of alignment with the purpose that you're called to live. Um, And then the second thing I would say is to that is, you know, we do have to run, you do have to figure out how to build a coaching practice that monetizes. And I learned this the hard way. I built my coaching business literally session by session. I didn't work in a corporate world and learn marketing strategies and then quit. And not that there's anything wrong with that, quit and come and start a coaching business. I opened my coaching business with my little bachelor's degree in my hand. I had applied to graduate school. I wanted to get my, which I now have that master's degree, but the first time I applied to grad school, I didn't get in. And so I had a decision to make, was I going to do the work I was called to do? I knew I was supposed to be a healer. I knew it. And I thought grad school was the ticket and I didn't get in. And I said, you know what though? I'm not going to let the world stop me. I had a decision to make. And so I opened my coaching practice with a $30 advertisement in psychology today and a bachelor's degree and a brown leather chair from Ikea. And I had a physical office and that was it. I had no clue what I was doing. All I knew was I was going to bet on me and I was going to take it seriously. I didn't see myself as a woman with a bachelor's degree with a leather chair in some podunk office in Jacksonville, Florida. I saw myself as a woman who was going to hit her first 100K and then go to a million in sales, set big goals and know she's going to get it. So it's taking it seriously, but taking, taking what is it? Your life's work seriously. And believe me, you, you have one, this whole notion that we don't have a purpose that there's not something we're born to do i completely reject that so i think if you're listening to this and coaching coaching sort of speaks to you what i would say is ask yourself why what is it that's calling what what why are you interested in it you know why are you even contemplating it that's whatever that is that's what's calling you so in all right learning so we're to, gonna
0: we're gonna uh jump in here okay and Um, I do want to throw in one little thing because I've seen it enough in this industry. You've seen it enough personally. Startup Nation, if you're being called, like Heather said, to be a coach, that is awesome. But get very clear on why you're being called to coaching. Is it because you want to Uh, You have been healed yourself and are now walking in your best version of yourself and now want to help others out out of that scenario, out of the darkness into the light, so to speak or do you want to be in coaching more as a soothing mechanism for you to heal your own stuff because yeah. you just haven't done it yet because you've been avoiding it and heather you know this firsthand Ooh, there are point. many healers out there that are getting paid 5000 10000 20000 oh, yeah. coaching mm-hmm. packages mm-hmm. to help others go through emotional, psychological, spiritual healing. Meanwhile, they are an emotional, psychological, and spiritual mess and they haven't cleaned up theirs. So anything you want to say to that? And then we're going to get into the profit and the strategies. Yeah.
1: Well, we'll give you three. Yeah. We'll jump into how to get to that, how to get to the 6k, how to get to the, what do you need to be doing as a coach to make the money, which ironically is the easy part once you get your mindset right and your soul right. I could not agree with you more about what you just said. And Got it's a, it. it's a problem. It's a real, real problem. And I, um, yeah. I'll just, and- I'll
0: just put this in for it, right? You can startup nation go and start a coaching business, even though you haven't been healed yet, but I promise you and Heather disagree, push back if, if needed, if I'm wrong on this, you will never feel authentic in your messaging and your communication with your clients in what they should be doing in their life if you haven't done it yourself?
1: Well, there's a, so in my graduate program, to speak to that, it's a concept they call, um, as a psychotherapist, you're trained, they call it bracketing. And so bracketing is where, look, we're all humans. There's never a moment we don't have work to do. So yes, you can. When I started my coaching practice, I still had work to do. Everybody's always gonna have their work to do. I think the difference is, are you aware of what needs to be worked on? And are you actively doing that work? And then the third thing is, are you able, while in session with a client, holding space for a client, helping a client, able to bracket that need you have long enough for another person? And bracketing is actually a skill that you learn, right? So I agree with you. It's a problem. Um, it's, an, it's a problem inherent in the industry because all humans are flawed. So, But the answer isn't, oh, I have no problems now, which also, by the way, You can spot a coach who hasn't worked on their problems when they they won't admit they have problems oh I'm I used to be but now I'm I'm like oh you mean last you mean yesterday when you realize you had that problem and now you wake up today and write an email about I how you used to honey no you don't used to that was you yesterday okay so don't don't come over here with it
0: (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. All right. So I think we hit that one. Good. Um, and startup nation, the reason why I just spent, you know, 15 minutes with Heather setting the foundation for your coaching business. And she's right. It is a mindset. You want to get right first and you want to get a heart set. You want to really position your heart forward and then say, I'm going to get serious about this calling. I'm going to treat my calling as a business, not as a hobby Mm -hmm, or just a feel good thing right? I'm going to treat it as a business. So let's get to the business side, Heather. Uh, Startup Nation has been patiently waiting for this. Um, What are your three core offers uh, or or teach my listener right now, what are their three core offers? How Mm -hmm. do they create those three core offers to get Uh, in the coaching business to get to that first $6,000 per Mm -hmm. month residual type of uh, revenue?
1: So if you are a new coach, I would say sub half a million, right? If you're not half a million in profit, you're going to have three, or you should have three core offers that help you get there. These offers can, they will look different as your business grows, but the essence of these three offers is still present in your business. Okay. The first is, a solid private session. What does a private session with you look like? A lot of people want to skip this part because they think, well, I've got to go group or maybe I'll start a membership site or maybe I'll, I'll, I'll have a course. All of the coaches that I know that are multiple million dollar coaches still have to this day, some form of a private session. Now they might be paid $25,000 for that session. But the point is, you need that offer. This is about putting together things your business sells. Okay. So as a coach, you have to, the, the, one of the problems with coaches or in the coaching industry is it's a service-based industry. And we have to figure out as service-based professionals, how to get out of the time for money trap. Okay. Cause a service is your time. So we have to get out of that time for money trap. So how do we do it? Well, we have to think about our services as if they were a product. So as I'm running you through these, these three things, your first product, quote unquote, is this private session? So, getting out of that time for money trap, this is how you scale to your first 6K a month, your first 100K, you, you know, and about to where it gets you about half a million. Once you hit half a million, you can start adding other things in, other uh, lines of business or other offers in your business. So, the so first just thing to is clarify,
0: a your first product out of your three core products that you're creating in your mm-hmm. coaching practice is a one on one private, private session, session coaching package.
1: That's right. Sitting in a room with you, what do you do? If you had somebody for an hour, what what is it you're giving them? What is happening? What does that client get out of it? And there's and a lot could that goes be, into this.
0: This could be a physical room you're sitting with Zoom on problem. the couch, or it could be a Zoom room yes. that you're sitting with. Yes. Okay, got it. It is
1: I'd like to talk to you and I'd like to pay, I'd like to meet with you for one hour. What does that look like? The second, and then the other two are coaching packages, okay? Now, when you think about your offers, I want you to be thinking about your two things for your client, their level of uh, need and their level of willingness, because there's a lot of clients who need what you have to offer, but they might not be willing to invest in it. So the two offers I'm gonna tell you to put together here in a second, help you meet a client at their level, um, at those two levels, okay, their need and their willingness. The first is, I ca- this is just a name, I call it, I call it your Kickstarter package. And so your Kickstarter package, I want you to think of it almost like a little warm-up. It works for a client in, a client who's in one of two places or both. It's a client who doesn't need a ton, ton, ton of work, right? Like the problem they're coming to you with just isn't, you know, they're not in like, it's not in, you know, they're not in serious duress or they don't have a very, very long, complicated problem. So your Kickstarter is, you know, it can be anywhere between eight sessions to, you know, like eight to ten sessions. A person has a problem they need help they want to work with you you give them your kickstarter eight to ten sessions you're solving one main problem for that client and it kickstarts their growth okay Mm -hmm. that's your second product the third is i call it your signature program now your signature program is for a client who has a big level of need and they're super duper ready They're like, I am done. They're not sticking their toe in the water. They're not wading into the shallow end. They've taken their little water wings off. They are cannonballing in the pool that is the coaching experience with you. They are going to sign up to learn about what it is you feel that you want, that you're there to sort to coach them through or to teach them. Signature packages have a specific framework. In other words, what does working with you look like? So a signature package is a marriage. Between the what you do, what you're so good at teaching, right? What you're good at teaching, and then what that client needs help with the most. So there needs to be, a, of course, a, a complement between their problem and what you teach. But once you find that person, you go all in, and they coach with you for six. I mean, it could be even to a year, six months to a year. So you can see straight away that if you have these three offers. You're creating sustainable income every month, right? With your little Kickstarter, they're signing a contract for, you know, two to three months With that signature. You know, you've got a client for six months to a year and with enough time, you know, once you master your onboarding process, you are creating stable, easy, consistent clients every month. You know what you're making every single month. There's no more of this one shot, two shot. And then that private session can work for tune-ups. So I use, I don't do private sessions really anymore. Um, I mean, I do them. I just do them super, super strategically, but they're not just like on my website. You can't just book a one-off with me. But but my one-offs I use for clients who have, Uh, purchased uh, one of my high end packages and they want to like a little tune up session. Like, of course I'm going to work with them. Right. I love these people. (laughs) So you can, you can uh, check in with past clients in your, in your privates, or you can use them almost like a paid clarity call. So you have someone who wants to work with you. They're really thinking about that kickstart or that signature package, but they're, oh, they're just having a hard time pulling the trigger because they're scared. You can say, let's just do a private session. So it's basically getting paid to give this person a taster of what it would be like to work with you.
0: Okay. Okay. I was confused uh, with the first one because solid uh, private session or one-on-one sounds like a signature package, it's like here's my course, here's my thing, and it's the escalation ladder, and then. Mm-hmm. But if you want to work with me one on one, you got to pay this premium price. But it, you're just giving it that name, but that's actually your front door access, mm-hmm. right? That's As your you paid scale, clarity call.
1: Mm-hmm. As you scale, that one on one will become very, very expensive. But when you're first starting out, it can it can be whatever you want. That it could be a two hundred bucks, a hundred and fifty. Could it be bucks. free? Some people do. Yeah. I, so yes. Do you
0: recommend it or no?
1: Well, that's a, that's a, okay. So (laughs) that's a whole other podcast episode. Here's what I would say. I would say, no, don't do them for free. And here's why. That's what your clarity calls are for. When a person is interested in having a set, uh, working with you, you host a free clarity call, you jump on and you figure out, am I good for you? Are you good for me? And I tell my clients, you are not here. This isn't like, you're not saying yes to every person that comes to you. You need to find people who are a good fit. And I believe as coaches, we have an ethical obligation to tell people who are not good fits for our work and our program. Yes. Like if somebody comes to me when I had my private practice, people would come, several people over the course of my career would come for like help with eating, like they yeah. were overeating. And I'm like, Oh, that's, that's just not me. I'm just not the best person for you. Yeah. And I would refer out. So that's what your clarity calls are for. And if they're a good fit, great. And if not, that's, and if they, if they really want to sign up, but they're still scared, have them pay for a private session at 200 bucks a pop or whatever, right? Right. And then if they roll into that Kickstarter or that signature, great. You can take, I used to take that money, they pay me for that private and apply it to their package. So
0: let's look at a uh, uh, pricing just getting going, okay? For these uh, mm-hmm. three packages, okay? So we got the free clarity call, I'm now clear on that, or free coaching call, whatever you wanna say, it's a warm up call, et cetera, right? It's a taste. And then you have your first of the three pa- paid packages uh, is a solid uh, private session that they pay for, um, at $200, is that Mm -hmm. a good starting? If I'm just starting out, I have no experience.
1: It depends on where a person is at. So truthfully, pricing is very personal. And it really—I mean, this is a lot, like a big part of what I do in my business is help people with pricing because it really is where you what you can handle in your own head. But I would say one hundred and fifty to two hundred, yeah.
0: Okay, one hundred and fifty to two hundred. Let's just knock it out, and and we won't even get into you know people's relationship, poor relationship with money yeah. and all, all that stuff. Okay. Kickstarter
1: uh, four grand signature sixty-five k, or yeah, sixty or sixty-five hundred.
0: 6,500. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. So there you have it, Startup Nation. Um, very simple framework for launching your profitable coaching business. You start with a free uh, get to know you call, uh, then you offer three paid uh, products. Um, The first one is a private session, paid private session, $150 to $200. You could start out with Uh, your number two is a Kickstarter package. Um, You're looking at about $4,000, Heather says, and then your signature program uh, starting at Mm $6,500. Now, of course, we could start to increase that once you Mm -hmm. build your chops as a coach, your expertise, referrals start coming in, you start to raise that. Is that correct, Heather?
1: Yep, yep. And then the progression from there would be because we're talking private coaching, right? So after you tweak that, tweak that, tweak that, raise your rates, raise your rates, raise your rates, then you kick boop, everything over to group. So uh-huh, then Tell you're us making, more about
0: that, Donna. You just blew my world. Go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so, so think about it, where you are, you're starting, right? How many You's, months
0: in should we start to consider? It depends
1: on how fast the coach can wrap their head around it. It's all, this is all very personal. Here's what I would say. Here's the progression of a coaching business. The progression of a coaching business is you have these three core offers and what you're doing while you're coaching these three core offers is you yourself are honing your skills. You're figuring out what your coaching is all about, right? That's how I came into intuition. I just naturally sort of found that this was my thing. And I found that I wanted to teach people about it, right? That's just my jam. So you're going to be doing the same thing too. Like Joseph, yours is relationships right? You love that. That is your thing. Can I share a
0: quick little thing? When I first started, it was spiritual coaching was all my marketing message. And by doing it and building my chops, building my chops, building my chops, it turns out most of the spiritual coaching work I was doing was in the human family relationships with my clients to the point where clients started to push back a little bit and say, Joseph, you realize you're more relationship coach than Mm -hmm. anything else. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. Relationship with with uh, your family, relationship with yourself, and relationship with God. Got it. Relationship coach.
1: Right.
0: But it took me six months plus to arrive at that conclusion.
1: So that's what and, you're talking about, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. And most coaches won't give themselves that grace. They just won't get started with the wrong thing, so they can find the right thing. And that's not the wrong thing, right? It's just the it's just the progress. Look, when I started, I wanted to be a blended family therapist what the heck? I'm not even close to that. Right. Got but it. my goodness, that dream got me off the ground. So you, you do this in your private work, right? You're tweaking it, you're honing it. And you have this aha moment where you're like, Oh wait, I do relationships, right? Oh wait, I'm supposed to be a life coach trainer. I'm supposed to run my own training company. You'll have this moment where boom, it hits you. Yeah. And so from there, then you start to build your own method, your own coaching method, because you're not here to be a cookie cutter version of somebody else. There's, there's already enough people doing what they do, okay? It's party a one over here with the work you're supposed to be doing in the world, all right? So you figure out your own unique method and that's really what your signature program is about. You're suppo- in that signature program, you really have the time to really run a person through that whole methodology or framework or kind of the theory that you're bringing into your own, your own coaching. Mm-hmm. And once you get that, once you get that and you're at high ticket for that, Mm-hmm. between, I, I, I encourage my coaches to start at 6,500. And then why, why 6,500? Because, because that's what you need to be making to be able to make money. You, this whole, I you, agree. Like you've got to go high value. So, so what's um, the
0: range? 6,500 to, I would say
1: 6,500 to, to 10 K 10K? to 10 K. Yeah. Okay. This is just when you're st- your first, like two years in business, right? You're Year yep. two years in business. And then from there, here's what you're going to do. So now you've got your program. Mm-hmm you've been doing, you're onboarding people, you've kind of figured out sales, you know, how to do your enrollment calls. You're, you you know, once you get to that level, you're running a business. So here's what you're going to do then. You take that exact signature package and you flip it and you can keep the price right where it is. So imagine you're making 10K a client Mm -hmm. and you were doing it one-on-one. So you're doing 10 sessions a week, right? Or 20 sessions, whatever that is a week. Then what you do is you say, nope, you, stop doing it in a private setting and you keep the price exactly the same and you do two hours a week and you enroll 10 people and you give them a group and now it's a group format so then you're making
0: my mind a little and i know so many coaches do this and i'm like i'm in the space doing it and i'm just like i don't even see how that transition Uh,
1: it's possible you have to know how to run groups So all this is skills-based. It's not just like, I'm going to run group. Like, no, you have to know what you're doing, right? That's another skill. So I always kid and tell my clients, I went to graduate school for this. So you don't have to, you know, I, I went through the crucible to train you on how to do this properly so that your clients get incredible results. They feel loved up. This isn't just like you, 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 this is why I say, take it seriously. Okay. So you do need training. It, you, you do at some point in your, people always ask me, Heather, do you need a certification? My answer is no. You actually don't have to have one when you start, but you're going to need one eventually. If you're going to do this work professionally, it's kind of, again, it, the analogy I always use is it's like a heart surgeon going, you know what? I don't need to go to med school. I'm just really good with my hands. It's like, no, you probably should go to med school. Even I'm going to go find some
0: people out there that will trust me to do heart surgery on them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dokey, buddy. So,
1: yeah so group is just you are all and you are also in a place like how do you know when it's time to go group want two things one you'll have your your program down you'll know what that is right you'll have a general idea of what it is you do and the second way you'll know you're ready to go group is when you're tired and you're just burned out and you're like I'm tired of this of when doing the just, one-on-ones, yeah. Of doing the one-on-ones, you've done it enough, and your soul is like, I don't want to do this anymore.
0: Well, it's so it's a
1: thing. It's a you feel it inside yourself. It's like yeah. I don't, I I don't, I can't. A, I don't want to keep doing this.
0: It's a calling to expand yourself, mm-hmm. to expand mm-hmm. your reach.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's there's Got a it. lot of group to go in. There's a lot of advantage to going group. So then once you go group, you're making the you're making the same money if even if you just keep your rate. If you keep your rate just where it is you're making the exact same money for literally a fraction
0: of time, of the time, less, time. Of yeah. less
1: time. Yeah. And then what you do. Okay. Now watch this. This is really Ninja. You ready for the Ninja move?
0: Go Ninja. Okay, go. go I'm holding go. up the board.
1: Now that, now that private session that you were giving people for the 200, the 400, whatever that was. Now that private session is a $3,000 session or a $4,000 session. Now you have because no it's reason. giving you
0: access they they're getting mm-hmm. access to you one on one where you only do c- group right. now. Yeah. Right.
1: You could do things from there. So look at all the ways a coach can make money. A coach can make money in a million different ways. There's a, there's a million different offers a coach can put forward. And why new coaches fail is they start, that all of these offers work, by the way. Every, all of it works. Everything works. It all works. The issue is you're not doing it at the right time and in the right order. That's the problem new coaches have. Do VIP intensive days work? Yes. Do courses work? Yes. Does group work? Yes. Does a book work? Yes. Does speaking work? Yes. It all works. But the issue is if you want to make money, you have to know the order those go in. So, so that that's the order private, you start making consistent money. You hit that 6k, you hit that 10k, then you, and you do that. You up your rates. You have these three offers, scale your rates. Okay. Do that for long enough. Then you go group. Then you take that private session and you turn that into a VIP day intensive for $20,000. You fly a person in black car to a four-star hotel, right? And you give people VIP access to you. So that's fun. That is fun, but you have to work to get there. And people want to start out doing this V you know, you got to be where you are. And that's what I see. People are, you have to work your method. You have to figure out what it is you do. So to circle back to when I was talking about purpose in this, in the podcast at the beginning, that is why it is so important that you're working in your purpose. Because the way that you are going to end up having someone pay you $20,000 for a VIP day intensive is because you are real good at what you do. And they know that only you do it the way it's going to be done in that session with you. And that is not done through somebody else's method and somebody else's framework and somebody else's something. That's something you're called to bring forward. Does that make sense?
0: Totally made sense. You clean that all up for me. Um, and for my listeners. So Startup Nation, Heather Alishay, we're speaking with. Find her at heatheralishay.com. She is a badass coaching training ninja, right? And she has taught us today um, how to make profit from your purpose. And she believes profit flows from purpose. So you got to get the purpose right. Um, But then you got to be out like, Really building a profitable Mm -hmm. business, meaning taking it serious as if it is a business. So she just laid it out, click replay on the show, rewind it, play this show four or five times because I'm telling you right now, she just gave you what people pay her tens of thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. for that formula. That's Mm -hmm. your coaching practice formula. Is that correct? Yeah. Like you, you just gave it here on the Mm -hmm. show. And and Heather, I just thank you for your graciousness to do that with our audience. That's going to help a lot of people. However, startup nation, you're going to write that out and you're going to be like, okay, I, I think I got the framework the way Heather said it. I played it back 42 times this episode. I got it now, but I'm scared. I don't know where to start. I I know where to start theoretically, but I don't know how to start, for example. So if that is the case, I invite you to reach out to Heather. Again, you can find her at heatheralishay.com. Um, so Heather, welcome to my favorite part of the show. We've gone over because I do that occasionally with certain guests when the content is just so deep, so rich, so valuable. Um, I go over my 30 minutes. So I know startup nation is writing notes vigorously right now. Um, and now we're going to learn just a little bit more about you and your personality. Welcome to the hustle round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready?
1: Oh my God. Yes.
0: What's your favorite thing about being an intuitive coach?
1: Connection with other people on a very deep level.
0: What's your least favorite thing?
1: It's hard holding space for people who are hurting so badly.
0: Mm. What are you most afraid of?
1: Disappointing myself at the end of my life.
0: Yeah, got that. I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our life. It's just part of being human. What are you struggling with either personally or professionally right now?
1: Oh my God. Sanity. Uh, no, t- sanity and time management.
0: <laughs> sanity with everything in the, on exactly. in the world, right? Yeah. We spoke <laughs> offline about that. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in this coaching business?
1: Oh gosh. Um, I gave away way too much of my time for free because I was afraid I wasn't good enough.
0: <laughs> I think you just hit all of us upside the head.
1: Mm-hmm. What
0: secret fear do you have about people?
1: Oh my God. Really? Like, this is where I just am so like brutally honest. I'm afraid they won't love me.
0: That's real. That if
1: I'm real with myself, if I'm real with people that they'll, that they will despise me.
0: Well, in our case, the more real you've been with me, the more I do love you. So Thanks, welcome man. to that.
1: You're welcome. Woman.
0: <laughs> what do you wish you had learned sooner in business?
1: That I am a stone cold killer and I know how to make it happen.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: <laughs> I wish a- I would have known that when I started out because I'm real good at this stuff. <laughs> right? And
0: Startup Nation, you're a stone cold killer in business too. You just haven't realized it yet. What's a new habit you want to create, Heather, in your life?
1: Mm, I am currently working on more time for art. I don't, I don't do enough creative, like artistic creative stuff. So I'm working on that. I went to Michael's last night to make it happen. Nice. Step one.
0: Uh, What's a bad habit you want to break?
1: Well, the first thing that popped in my mind is this is so pedestrian, but I don't drink enough water. I want to break that habit.
0: Yeah. Hydration. Got it. Pick three words to describe who you are now.
1: Kind, stubborn, funny.
0: Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in this business.
1: Oh, trepidatious. Hopeful, Um, well-intentioned.
0: Yeah, got that. And last question, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family, your friends, your husband, your kids, everybody, your family in the eye and give them only one piece of advice about everything. What would you say to them?
1: I think I would say... Don't forget to moisturize. I'm just kidding. I would say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't forget to drink your water. Uh, don't
1: forget to drink your water. Um, I would say, oh, this is such a great guy. You're killing me. I'm going to cry after this, Joseph. Thanks. Um, I would say, don't take it too seriously because you already have everything you need.
0: Mm, So true. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about starting their profitable coaching business this year and hitting their first 100K?
1: You can absolutely do this. It is not rocket science. You just need to believe in yourself and get started.
0: I read that quote on your website. Mm -hmm. that that quote that was a good quote by the way what's Mm -hmm. the best way for startup nation to get in touch with you i know you gave the gift or anything anything else how do we uh go check out your podcast because i know it's badass how do i know that i was a guest on it
1: yes yes you were it was an awesome interview oh it's so good that one's gonna be dicey when it when it when i pop it up there um they can find the everyday intuitive podcast you can go to heather Alashay forward slash podcast or you can find me on spotify and app and uh Apple by just Googling Heather Alishay or the Everyday Intuitive Podcast.
0: Heather, thank you for being a guest on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, girl.
1: Back at you. Thank you. Bye.
0: Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with but won't admit. we got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to BrokenCatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.